Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is Sam Brooks, your host. Got Taylor Hennigan, the head football coach at Cookville High School, former Tennessee Tech football player, coach, and former Cookville High School football standout, of course. Welcome back to the show, Taylor. Thank you. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem, man. Well, a dream realized. So we talked a little bit last time you were here about getting back to Cookville and the process of getting hired and, and all of that. So you've had a little bit of time now. You've been into school the last semester as, as a teacher slash coach. So uh, how are you feeling now to be back? It's been great. You know, I get asked that a lot. And, um, you know, some ways it's exactly what I expected. Um, and in a lot of ways there's, you know, nothing that prepares you for a lot of the stuff that goes on. And, um, you know, all good, all good things. But, obviously learning every day so but it's been it's been fun it's been really really good we talked in depth about foundation foundational thought process as as far as being a football coach and really with anything that you do so uh as i remember and i I jotted a few things down but as i remember you really wanted to get involved with the middle schools again and uh you know really show some love show some attention to to those kids who are going to be your future players how has that worked out? How has it transpired? How have you been able to do that? Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, it's been good. That's definitely been a focus of mine. That was one of the big areas of, of emphasis for me when I first got the job. Um, you know, just the way rules are nowadays and the way um, really probably the whole state, but our county's set up, it's uh, not as not as easy as it, it used to be as far as getting access to some of those um, middle school players, so there's you're limited in what you can do, um, but I think just trying to get get our players involved with schools in general, not necessarily football players, um, just helping community service type opportunities, reaching out to the coaches. They've been uh, great, very respe- uh, receptive to helping us and meeting you know meeting with us just to talk ball and and kind of get on the same page with them and get to know the middle school coaches and. Uh, youth coaches and you know a big part of it I think for me was just opening our facility we have a great facility um, very blessed with you know our indoor and weight room and turf facility so you know just opening that and, and giving that um, giving them an opportunity to, to get on our campus if they need if they want to if they need to well I, there's no doubt the you know the new turf field over there has got to be a big draw you know for those young players uh, looking to come up in Cookville that play in Cookville and are going to play in Cookville. And, of course, you want them all to stay, uh, you know, at your school. You want them all to come to Cookville High School and be football players there and not only football but other other uh, sports at, at Cookville High School. I know you're not one uh, to tell a kid or want a kid just to play one sport if they have the ability to play other sports. So, uh, you know, knowing that and um, having the ability to talk with the coaches that are in middle schools – uh, I know one thing I've already heard from the community. This wasn't from you. You were able to uh, to get the schools over on your field, you know, as as middle school coaches and and uh, players out there. How was that to have them all out there on your field? Yeah, um, you know, like I said, it's just extending that opportunity. It's it's nothing organized or um, it, it's just hey, this is available. If you need, you know, if you need a turf field, if the weather doesn't permit you to to do what you need to do, ours is available, and and just making it available. That's it. So, you know, one of the things I've told, you know, our staff is when it comes time for 
kids to make a decision on, on where to go to school, all I want is for them to have an idea of what they're passing up if they don't come to Cookville. That's it. It's not, um, you know, anything other than making ourselves um, really interactive with them uh, from whether it's camps, getting in the schools, or just having them practice or play games on, on our uh, on our field. You know, Putnam County's fairly unique uh, in that opportunity, and basically high schools in Putnam County are, are pretty wide open. You know, Monterey's uh, kind of a little further than the other schools, if you will. I mean, you have to drive up the mountain. Beautiful school up mm-hmm. there, but they, they tend to draw the folks that live close to, the, to that school. Um, whereas, you know, you talk about Cookville and Upperman, they're not very far away from each other. And then you've got White County right down the road. Everybody's in stone's throw, mm-hmm. you know, from each other. And, and, uh, but in our county, as it, as it is, uh, they do have the options and opportunities to choose where they want to go to high school. Uh, and that, that's unique from some other places that are, that are out there. A lot of the counties that are across the state of Tennessee are one high school counties if they're rural at all. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the bigger communities like a Nashville or a, a Memphis, and then you run into some zoning situations to where you have to live in the area that you're going to go to school unless it's a private school. Um, so it, it presents different challenges uh, along the way. But, uh, you know, I, I know that in, in past conversations, it, if they're a Cookville kid and they've grown up in this area, you want them at Cookville High School. Right. Yeah, for sure. And again, I think it just goes back to they're going to make the decision that's best for them. Um, there's going to be kids from Cookville that go to Monterey or go to uh, Upperman, and there's probably going to be some, you know, in the in the other way around. But just making sure that they have at least a little bit of an idea of what our staff is like, what our culture is like, what our facilities are like, and then, you know, they can make an, an informed decision. Yeah. Building a a football team is like building any anything else and you can parallel that to business or you know whatever else someone does for a, a living and it's no different for you but you know that that foundation has to be strong you could probably you've seen some programs before in the past that have have maybe had some quick hits and maybe done things maybe not the way that they were supposed to be done to get quick uh, benefit uh, quick wins if you will if that happened um, but I know you're building – you've been around long enough, and, and you're building the foundation in the beginning to be strong as, as time goes on because I, I don't really think you want to go anywhere anytime soon, and this is where you want to be. So what, what are some important uh, things to you as far as building that foundation for your student-athletes that you've got to know already at Cobo High School? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for them is just to know that they're going to be, be held accountable. Um, it doesn't matter – who they are, what grade they're in, what position they play, or how much they play, or um, you know anything like that. It's it's just there's a standard um, that we've set as a staff uh, that that they're going to be held to, and, and I think they have bought into that very quickly. I mean, it didn't take long. They were they were ready, you know, they were ready for um, that challenge, and they've they've done that very well. And I think you know, I think even with our freshmen who we've had you know a little over a month. It was quick. Uh, I think they were quick to realize that it's going to be a different standard, you know, at Cookville um, than maybe what they're used to at their middle school or whatever. So, um, and that's not to say anything about the middle schools. Just it's just different high school, you know, sure. high school football, the expectations, and yeah. So, I think that's 
just being consistent daily, you know, with our players and and not um, not wavering on what we what we believe in. And it's a pretty cool, uh, unique situation, if you will, in the fact that you know you have all good middle school, Avery Trace Middle School, Prescott South Middle School, right right here in town, and they play each other. And they play Monterey, and they play Upperman. They've got their own little league that they play, and that's quite different than it was when you know when I was growing up. Um, it, we had one middle school, and and that was it. And we played schools kind of like the high schools do. But with the way it is right now, it seems to me there would be a lot more opportunities for young student athletes to play. Whereas before, when it was one team, you know, you may have had fifty, sixty kids on a team, and that was it. And now with the three schools, and then the uh, when you throw Monterey and Upperman in there too, you got a lot more kids playing football, and the opportunity to learn along the way those skills that they need as they go into high school. And you know, high school football is probably not for everybody, but if you're if you're in that development phase along the way, and, and from junior pro into middle school, and then into high school, there's probably going to be a lot more kids that get that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And I think. Uh anybody which we had quite a few just people in the community come and and watch but if you were at our middle school camp um back in june it's evident there's you know roughly 130 140 um you know current middle school football players in putnam county um and we had a majority of those at our at our camp and you know if those guys continue to develop and and stay and and you know, kind of build and, and stay together. Um, I think the future is is bright. Just be just from a consistency standpoint. There's there's the numbers, and, and Cookville's always had the numbers. But there's talent, you know, and, and there's consistent, um, you know, through all the age groups that we were able to work with. So it's right. exciting. You know, the it's got to be exciting for those kids to be able to compete against each other you know for two or three years in middle school and then all of a sudden you make that change you know and one day you show up at the field house and now you're on the same team it, it, you getting feedback from them oh, yeah, as they yeah. walk in trash talk <laughs> trash I mean, talk you hear it from our uh from our seniors and juniors mostly but you know those guys are our, our freshmen come in and there's no you, you can't tell where they've been and i think that's uh, I think that's a good thing, just because of the consistency in those programs. There's no, um, you know, ill will or anything like that. They're all on one team now. But I agree, the competition just within those teams. But there's still some trash talk that goes on between some of our players. Well, that's healthy. There, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. And you know, that remains with them as they go through, you know, their high school years. That they played it all good, or they played it every trace, or they played at Prescott. You know, they'll never forget those competitions that yeah. they had. And, you know, you know how middle school goes. There's usually a, a team that's a little bit more dominant mm-hmm. every year. And then, you know, in the course of three years, another team builds that up. And, you know, I've, I've seen that transpire over the last several years with, uh, you know, different schools winning that little conference that they have. So it's pretty neat setup and, and allowing yep. them to get more kids involved and, and to be able to play and have those opportunities as they move into high school. Absolutely. Yep. Well, we're talking to Coach Taylor Hennigan, head football coach at Cooper High School today. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host again, Sam Brooks, with Coach Taylor Hennigan, head football coach at Cookville High School. That's got to sound good to you, Coach. Um, I'm going to give you the opportunity now. You know, the the backbone of any football team in high school is the coaching staff that you build. Uh, I know when I was there, it was very important to get the proper individuals in front of our student athletes in order to, to try and reach our goals uh, along the way. That that is so important in giving them what they need to grow as an athlete, and you don't want to trust that role to just anybody. So those decisions that you made as far as your coaching staff are very important to the future of Cookville football. So let's enlighten the community and the listeners out there to your decisions and who you have at the positions as coaches at Cookville High School. Yeah. So the first uh, first thing that I wanted to do was. You know, obviously any new coach, you're trying to figure out your staff and, you know, current staff and who's, um, you know, who you're going to keep and who who you're able to bring in, how many, that type of thing. And obviously at the high school level, there's an added layer of the, the teaching position or the non-faculty, um, you know, role that they're going to play. So a little bit new to me, but, um, you know, the first thing that I'm looking for are guys that are positive, that are going to be coaching in a positive way um i've been around a lot of different types of coaches as i know you have um i'm very much a energetic but positive reinforcement type of coach and that doesn't mean that we don't hold our players accountable or get on to them um there there's plenty of that but i think everything that can everything that can be said in a negative way can be also said in a in a positive way so that was kind of the big thing um you know the second part that i just want to add was the the support from mr pettit the support from um our administration to allow me to to make some of the changes that i felt like i needed to make has been incredible and, and can't thank them enough but uh on the offensive side of the ball uh, my brother actually zach hennigan is going to be our offensive coordinator uh, graduated from Cookville in 2006. I uh, was an all-state quarterback. Uh, you know, good, good basketball player, good football player. Um, and again, you know, similar to me, just a, a positive, um, experienced coach. Has coached in, in some big-time games. Um, coached a lot of different positions. He's a guy that I felt like could do a number of different jobs, but has, has grown into a, a role in the offensive side of the ball. So he'll coach. Coach our quarterbacks and coordinate our offense. And that was a that was a move for him. Uh, he wasn't living in Cookville, so that was a 
pretty big decision, you know, for his family to pick up and, and move here with you. And gosh, I can't, you know, having your brother right there with you, it, it's got, you know, the faith and the trust that goes along with that. You already know the guy. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to learn a new offensive coordinator because you already know him. Right. That's got to, you know, be huge for you guys. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, his wife has been involved in um, University of Tennessee athletics and the football program. So that was a, a, you know, a level to that move as well. But they obviously were very excited. And one of the big, you know, big reasons for me, you know, taking this job was just the thought of, not only being closer to family, but working with you know working with family and well, I know I know a couple guys up there <laughs> yeah. at Tennessee, and I, I can tell you this: they did not want her to leave. Right? Yeah, you know, she was big in that program, no doubt. Yeah, she's a rock star. She's really good at what she does. So um, that that was probably the hardest part of it, but um, you know, hopefully something works out for her in this area as well. But um, it's been awesome. You know, you talked about the trust, but just. You know, the, the time that we've talked about coaching together, you know, one day and, and now being able to do that, it's been great. Yeah, that's pretty cool, no doubt. So I'm looking at the list right here. I'll just kind of go down. And, yeah. uh, you, you were able to get uh, Marcus Walls. He took a, a little bit of a break. You know, Marcus has been in a lot of places. He was a former college coach also, yep. you know, just like you. And the, the experience that he has, you know, that was a, a pretty quick decision by you to, to make him defensive coordinator. What did you see in Marcus that you wanted to have for your your student athletes? Yeah, the biggest thing, um, you know, that I'm looking for is simplicity, uh, looking for somebody that's going to allow our players to play free of confusion, you know, get lined up and run to the ball. And from the moment, you know, I talk to him and the first time you see him on the field, uh, it's all about chasing the ball and, and making sure that we're sound. Uh, and so we align, you know, very well from from that standpoint. Um, you know, the other thing is just accountability. He is as disciplined as, as any coach I've been around. And it's been good not only for our players but for our coaches. Um, we're young on that side of the ball as far as staff, uh, staff goes. And so he's been able to coach up our young coaches and um, – and even, you know, he's the guy that I bounced a lot, bounced a lot of ideas off of, too. So um, he, he's been really, really good, and he's he's awesome in the weight room as well. He's a big strength and conditioning guy, which has been a huge plus. I'll tell you this. Um, you know, Marcus is a wellness teacher, and uh, in, in my day job with Vital, you know, we, we got uh, kind of a, a, a dual credit course going with wellness through Tennessee Tech, which is exciting for our students at Cookville High School and Marcus is one of those teachers and you know I've I've gone of course I go to Cookville a lot in my in my job and I can tell you this as as a teacher I I have been in his room several times over the last 2 or 3 years and I have never walked in his room that he is not standing up teaching yep. and, and as many times as I've been in there and peeked in and said hi to him to that's a pretty big accomplishment so I know Teaching means just as much to this guy as coaching does. And I've always said if, you know, if you can be a good coach or vice versa, if you're a good teacher, you can be a good coach. Yep. If you're a good coach, you can be a good teacher. And he he really exemplifies that. So I hope he hears this. Shout out to him. I, I went in there and told him that one day when he was in there. And I just just proud of that guy for, you know, how he cares about teaching yeah, in the classroom sure. and also being a good coach on the field. You yeah. know, coaches sometimes get a bad name for maybe not doing a good job in the classroom. This guy exemplifies the other side of that. So no doubt. And then there's a name uh, 
that I see on there. It's got another Hennigan at the end. And I've heard of this guy before, Mike Hennigan. He's he's going to be patrolling the sidelines once again. Yeah, he is. It's been uh, definitely one of the the best parts of the job is, is you know not only being back around him daily, but just getting him on the field. And I think I think he's enjoyed it maybe more so than he thought he would. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's been obviously someone I've bounced a lot of head coach thoughts and and questions off of. But he's been heavily involved in our special teams. Cra- um, crazy if you don't. Yeah. You know, former head football coach at Tennessee Tech, linebacker and defensive coordinator for years. You know, a lot of great experience there, Coach. Yeah, special teams captain in the NFL, special teams coordinator uh, as a head coach. So just a, a ton of experience. He's been very involved in the, I guess, implementation of, of the special teams, not not so much on the field. He has worked with our specialists some, um, but we've got two, two young guys that are going to coordinate our special teams. And so having him, um, as well as myself, kind of overseeing that has been great. That moves us to uh, a couple of your – I just want to make a point. I've got to go to break here real quick, and then we'll come back and finish the thought. But uh, a lot of former Cookville High School football players on here. I'll go uh, Taylor Hennigan, Zach Hennigan, um, Brian Chambers. I'm not sure about Upshaw. I don't think so. But Scavo, Hatcher is still there. You know, you got Alan a lot of – Richardson. Alan, yep. Yeah, Alan Richardson. you got a lot of former players out there that that wore the red, white, and blue – We're going to talk about that when we come back. First, we're going to take a quick break, so we'll do that and be right back. Hey, welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host, Sam Brooks, again talking with Coach Taylor Hennigan, head football coach at Cookville High School, taking over this year for Jimmy Maynard. Uh, We were going through your staff a little bit when we left, and we got down to uh, a a guy that I've had some experience with. And uh, Quite honestly, when I got the, the job at Upperman High School, this was the very first call I made, and I told my wife that, and uh, she said, you called him before you called me. <laughs> and I got in trouble a little bit there because actually I, I did. Um, but Brian Chambers, uh, wide receiver coach, did a fantastic job for me. I don't think there's anybody around this area that knows any more about the position than him. So big shout-out to Coach Chambers, and I know that was an early pickup for you also. Yeah, you know, he's the guy that I was really unsure about. I didn't know him very well, obviously knew who he was and knew his family and uh, knew the name, but hadn't spent a whole lot of time with them. So really, really excited that, that he was on board and, and wanting to continue to stay. I think, um, you know, he's a coach that's been rejuvenated, you know, just to be able to, um, you know, have some input in that position and, and really just get his hands on some of those players. And, um, I mean, you talk about a coach, our staff really is full of them, but, you know, you talk about a coach that'll do anything for you. I mean, he he's done a lot of, I guess, just the extracurricular stuff, mowing and, and hauling stuff, and helping and um, you know putting stuff together and organizing stuff. He he is always um, the first guy to volunteer to help, and just very evident when he's on the field how much he loves the kids, how much he loves to coach. Uh, he has been awesome. Yeah, he comes from good stock, no doubt. Uh, you know, son of Ron Chambers passed away here recently, and. Longtime coach in, in Putnam County, and, of course, we miss him. But uh, Brian will carry on that legacy for the Chambers family and do a fantastic job. And, you know, uh, 
I've, I've watched you coach a little bit. You, you probably didn't know that. I've, I've been around practice from afar and watching a little bit um, while you guys are out there. And, you know, you're calm, cool, and collected. And, you know, Brian's kind of the other end of that, you know, spectrum. I'm sure you've calmed him down a little bit, but. You know, I got plenty of stories on Brian Chambers if you ever need any. But uh, he, he can he can get after them, but in a good way. Some coaches who are, you know, a little bit more verbal, if you will, um, ha- some of them have the ability to, to be able to get on kids real hard, but kids turn around and love them for it. You yeah. know, there's no uh, loss of respect uh, between that, in that relationship. And Brian is one of those guys. Virtus Duff was one that comes to mind that could always really get in into a kid really hard, but uh, they turned out just absolutely loving him, uh, no matter what. And he, you know, he does it in the right way and, and knows that uh, he cares for him. His classroom's the same way. I've, I've been in his classroom before. Those kids absolutely love him. Still teaching middle school, and he's uh, kind of an implant for you there at all good middle school. So he'll be able to kind of help analyze that school and the football players that are there and, and talk them up uh, to uh, Cookville High School as they go through. Uh, one that I'm not f- uh, familiar with, run game coordinator and running backs, Jeff Upshaw. Yeah, uh, just another guy that is is willing to do whatever you know, whatever I ask. He, to me, is probably our most versatile coach on the staff, and he can he can literally coach any position. Um, he's got experience. He, you know, we were without an offensive line coach for a little while, and he, you know, volunteered and said. I don't necessarily want to be an offensive line coach long term, <laughs> but he said I'll do it, and so he he kind of took that role over um, for a little while and just ran with it. And I was really pleased with just obviously his attitude and his work work ethic, but uh, just his knowledge and willing to learn. You know, when he didn't didn't have all the answers, but he's coached offense, defense. He's going to be heavily involved in special teams for us. So, uh, just another really good coach. Another guy here, you know, local product, uh, Michael Scavo, co-special teams coordinator and, and working with your linebackers, was a linebacker at Quill High School, went on to Tennessee Tech to play a couple of years, got a little injured there and had to move on with his uh, career, but uh, uh, excellent player at Quill High School, and now you got him on staff. Yeah, I mean, the first time I saw him, I was actually coaching against him uh, when he was at Cookville, and very evident, you know, to see when you immediately turn on the tape – He's around the ball every play and, and got the opportunity to coach him uh, at Tennessee Tech. And, you know, as a special teams coordinator, he is the, the dream. He's the guy that you want on the field and uh, really excelled at, at special teams, but also on defense. And, you know, undersized, he probably had a lot going against him. Being a local walk-on and being undersized is not always an easy thing to do. And, right. Um you know, just a guy that you want, you know, on your side of the ball. And as a coach, very, very knowledgeable. Um, going to be a co-special teams coordinator. Uh, has really, you know, done a good job with that. And obviously our linebackers, he's total, um, totally commanded that position as well. Steve Hatcher, been around for a while, uh, working with a specialist. Uh, you know, Steve absolutely loves being there because you know what? He don't have to be. You know, he's retired from uh, being a teacher in education. He just loves football. He loves cooking football. And I'm glad to see that he came back uh, his on staff with you guys. Yeah, very excited. I, you know, the first thing I told him was I've been in Division One programs that don't have a specialist coach. So um, anything that he can give me is a huge bonus. And um, he he's out there every day, works with our kickers, and 
we're fortunate to have some some young guys coming up that are going to be really good, I think. So he's done a great job. You got Will Harding uh, coaching your tight ends. Yeah, Will is, to me, going to be a, a really, really good coach, very smart, um, you know, needs to trust his ability, I think, a little bit more. He's um, very knowledgeable. He, he's coached on both sides. He was a uh, at least one state championship winner, maybe multiple at Maryville, started at center at Maryville High School, um, is going to coach our tight ends because of his knowledge of the offensive line and working some with those offensive tackles um, at times too. So, uh, again, just another guy that is really, really smart I think is going to be a really good coach. A lot of great experience there if he was playing up there at Maryville. You know, got a lot of good experience there, no doubt. Offensive line, you were able to bring in a, a guy from out of town that, that you had your eye on for a long time and was able to close that deal. Ben Saunders is his name. He'll be coaching offensive line. Yeah, Ben uh, honestly kind of fell in our lap. Um, you know, got uh, – we were – I guess finishing up spring practice, you know, finishing up the school year, getting into getting prepared for June June workouts, and had a guy that um, I had been in communication with about the position that, uh, for different reasons, didn't work out, um, some family stuff, and you know, kind of gave up finding someone from the outside to do it, and, and looked at you know our internal options as far as coaching the offensive line, and long story short, got in touch with Ben and got on a few Zoom calls and film sessions and got on the phone and just really felt comfortable about it. He's um, got experience. He's played some semi-professional ball. He's played, um, obviously played high school football. He's coached in the college ranks uh, at some community college, some of the best community colleges in the country. So uh, experience is not going to be an issue. I think just, you know, the time, obviously, he's going to start next week. And so he's going to have three or four weeks to kind of get his feet wet. But uh, very fortunate, uh, and again, you know, the the ability to make that hire from our administration is huge. Where does Ben come to us from? He's from the... most recently at a high school in Wichita, Kansas, but he's oh, been wow. at Hutchinson Community College and um, Independence Community well, College. He's an out-of-towner then, yeah. <laughs> out-of-state. Originally from New York. Awesome. Wow. Yep. That's great. And then a familiar name here that uh, also, I believe, played over at Tennessee Tech and Justin Van. Uh, also co-special teams coordinator and defensive line. Yeah, Jay Van um, played with him at Tennessee Tech. We were on the, the uh, OVC championship team together. Um, just a foxhole guy, guy that you want, you know, on your on your team, and um, very knowledgeable, very very good with the players. Uh, just the way he teaches, uh, the way he explains, he motivates. Um, been around not only football but multiple sports and coaches and. Uh, I think a huge, huge hire for us and has done a phenomenal job. Um, and again, just another positive, high-energy guy. And I think uh has some middle school experience. I know his, his wife is a coach over at uh, Prescott South of basketball. He's done a fantastic job over there. He was coaching football over at Prescott in the middle school last year, so you'll still have that connection uh, with Prescott through one of your coaches. Yeah, and it's been good you know, to, to lean on him, um, You know, able to come up with some of those – middle school guys and the knowledge that he has uh, working with him has already you know been valuable i got to mention these other folks here if i don't i'll, I'll feel bad about it but you got op jeff goolsby that you're going to do your stats again does a fantastic job with that and not only that but the website so shout out to pd there I'm glad you're coming back over there you got managers you got mckenzie mitchell uh zaya peace uh 
Danica Dial, mm-hmm. uh, Miley Burnett, Brunette, uh, Maddie Whitaker, and Clemens Baker. Managing a football team in high school is tough. I always took good care of my managers because sometimes, you know, they don't get all the glory they're associated with sports. And I don't know why sometimes they want to do what they do, but they get uh, satisfaction out of it and get to be a part of a team. So shout out to all those folks. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't, could not, could not operate the way that we do without, without them. So it's been, been awesome having them around. Yeah. So uh, numbers. Uh, what are numbers look like on the football team at Cool High School so far this year? Yeah, I think right now varsity we're low 80s, um, which is is down uh, with you know normal down from from spring ball, which always happens. Um, but I think it's it's the right the right 80. You know, I think yeah. it's the right um, mix of guys that are bought into to what we're doing, and we've got a, about 44, 45 freshmen um, that have come in that. Uh, you know, the limited time we've seen them have looked really good. So if you had your wishes, your druthers every year, what size football team would you like to have from, from freshman all the way through? You know, no particular number. Uh, I think we can handle as many as, you know, 160. We can we can win with as many as 50. You know, yeah. I think it's just about getting the right guys on, you know, on the team, on the bus. Um, and I think that we've done that. And it's not been – you know, by force or by negativity, it's just, you know, the way it plays out that some guys aren't, uh, for whatever reason, aren't able to to live to the standard. And, and so it, it it's naturally created, you know, the numbers where we're at. I think a good key is that you have a standard. You know, you, you know what you want to do. Uh, you've lived through this before, both as a player and as a coach in college and, and uh, in high school, too. So, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to get Cookville football back to where it needs to be. Cookville football has been there before, been to, I guess, the semifinals a couple of times. So uh, we know it can be done, and, and this is a great community, you know, that supports sports and supports, especially at Cookville High School, that supports what, you know, the, the student athletes are doing out there. So I have no doubt in my mind you're going to be successful with what you're doing. Just, uh, you know, hang in there like a hair in a biscuit and, you know, get the job done. And, and uh, we know you will, and we're there supporting you. And just congratulations again on getting back to Cooper High School. And I think this is a dream thing for you. So congratulations on that, and good luck in the future. Thank you very much.